Hey everyone, welcome to the GIST Podcast. If you're tired of being comfortable and want to take on living life from the context of 100%, fuck yeah. Join us each week as we share lessons we're experiencing in this crazy game called life. We invite you to play along and get your shit together. Take responsibility for how your life is currently going. And at the same time, take on new, fun, and sometimes crazy shit. We promise to challenge your thinking by being vulnerable, authentic, and straight up with what we're dealing with, what doesn't work, and what can. Be warned, this is not your grandma's podcast. So this is episode 67 of the Just Life podcast. We are joined by Matt and Carla from the travel channel and blog Must Do Canada. In today's episode, we talk about ideas that change the direction of your lives, success versus happiness, the what ifs versus leaving your comfort zones and starting small if you're scared, not forgetting to be yourself in the process. So we're joined this morning by Matt and Carla from Must Do Media. Yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah, Must Do Media. Yeah. So Matt and Carla have a, a really interesting job. Their job is to travel all over Canada, film stuff, and make videos about it. That's right. That, that's, that's pretty much what you have to do. And you just created this. From our passion of traveling. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of started in uh, 2017. I mean, we had the blog beforehand, but it was more just writing. Just a passion thing, Kind of right? like a hobby, yeah. Yeah. And then um, 2017, 2016, we were looking for work a lot throughout the year, and it was kind of that time in Calgary when everything was down. And then I was just like, well... It's Canada's 150th. We should do something cool with the blog. We had no idea yet it'd be video. But I was like, what if we do a 150-day road trip across Canada? It has that, like, marketing appeal to it. Um, and it kind of, like, steamrolled from there. And then we actually, um, for that trip, we actually hired a videographer to come with us for the whole 150 days because we had no... Did you, did you actually find the sponsor before you did the 150 days or did that happen yeah. afterwards? No, before. So before. what we did was we we had just met him at another interesting job we had done the year before and we knew he did video so we approached him with the idea first and we all agreed to make like a, like a trailer video or like a pitch video right. of the project and then we used that to send to companies. So pretty much we got our big sponsor just a month before starting the road trip because in order to have an 150 days throughout the summer we needed to start in may to then end by september october which are the best months to, right, to, to travel, travel yeah. and we just got a yes from our biggest sponsor until now best western uh, saying yes we would love to work with you and in a month we needed to put together a 150 day road trip across Canada. So you actually hadn't planned it yet. No, because it was just a really cool idea. We'll, we'll just travel for 150 <laughs> yeah. days. No idea where you're going or. No, we pretty much had like yeah. idea of what we wanted to experience, how many days we needed to spend in each province, but really nothing about accommodations, driving time, hotels, all anything. the logistics, all the logistics. So. And I think we were about a week away from canceling the project. Because we knew if we didn't have it by a certain date, like there was no way to 
the planet oh, anymore. Right. You were looking for sponsors. So like, oh, we should, yeah, because I had sent an email to maybe at least a hundred companies, maybe two hundred companies, and you know you get some responses back, probably like a two percent response a rate. Luster. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And <laughs> the I, responses are like, "You're going to do what?" <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what were the responses like for uh, people who didn't sponsor you? So the, the first one I reached out to, I think, was Jeep. And they actually did get back to me, but it was not them. It was like their agency right. and they seemed interested in it. So they asked for more, more details. And then, then they came back to us and were like, would you be okay going in like a Chrysler instead of a Jeep? Like, I, don't, I don't really care what you give me. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we thought that was good because we had like so many talks, but then in, in the end they, they did something else. So we're like, okay, we got to start emailing more companies. And I think Best Western was one of the last companies we thought of and, they got back to us. You'd think a vehicle you know, company would jump all over that. I know. It would have been like, perfect. Be like, uh, yes, please. And then you could have a sweet ride to go. But all good. So it worked out, though. So did you guys actually end up staying at a bunch of Best Westerns? Yes. <laughs> Not for I mean, the whole takes... trip. But... Oh, okay. But still, I mean, at yeah. least you had some of your accommodations taken care of. Yeah, for sure. Because pretty much they are everywhere. Yeah. At least in Canada and Amer- and the States, United States. They're in Mexico as well. Best yeah. Western? Or maybe that's well, a different yeah, I, think, I think they're in like 100 countries. Or 110 okay. countries, but but they're definitely more significant in Canada than the U.S. So the what, how this got created is really subtle. You guys actually put something out there, and we're like, oh, we want to do this thing. You had none of the details worked out, and then it got created, and you were like, oh, well, now we get to fit like the planning and the project inside of like this thing that's now created. It's like happening. So we got to like figure it out, right? Yeah, totally. And at the beginning, the plan was. Uh the plan was to make a documentary about like what makes Canada special. So it was all part of the Canada's 150. We were going to like interview people along the way. And we did kind of, we did do that. But in the end, well, at the beginning we thought, well, actually we should start doing videos along the way so people can follow us as we go and create a kind of a community with that. So we ended up changing the plan to do like a, like a 10 minute YouTube video for each province uh, and territory. And then just a small documentary at the end. But uh, yeah, it worked out because then all of a sudden we had a YouTube channel. Right. So that's where this all lives right now is yeah. on YouTube. Oh, awesome. And your your content gets some pretty significant hits. Yeah, especially those first 12 videos. I don't know if it's because they're, I mean, they're, they're well done, but I don't know if it's because they're like a province video. So it's like appealing to anyone who's going to visit Alberta as a whole. I don't know sure. if it's because during that road trip we got some nice traction sometimes tourism boards would share it or we'd get featured on like cbc or something like that maybe that helped but yeah those are definitely the it's also like kind of a bucket list video for each province like the best things to do in nova scotia so that also yeah people are looking for those types of things exactly yeah absolutely are are, i'm just curious if you've monetized your channel like we do have well we have uh ads on the videos it's not that much really in the end but um yeah, that that's pretty much it. Just ads so far. We're starting to like look into sponsorships potentially and that kind of stuff, but mostly it's been sending traffic to the website and giving us more credibility in making videos. Yeah. So pretty and much. And at the end, in YouTube, the way that you make money is that you start working with brands. 
So each video can get sponsored by different brands. And then according to the views that you get, the brand is going to say, I'm going to pay you this much. Mm. And that's oh. how the you, big YouTubers make money. It's not too much money from the views that they get from YouTube channel. It's, Unless you're hitting in the millions. Yeah, yeah. in the millions, millions. Like, but mostly it's working with brands. Right. Yeah, I really feel like it's about, I mean, there's no exact number, but it seems like it's about $100 a month for every 50,000 views. It's not like you would really have to be hitting. Right. Big. big or if you're hitting, my understanding as well is if, if you have, so some of these uh, YouTubers will generate uh, seven, eight million views in under three weeks. Right. That type of traction has a forty, fifty thousand $50,000 paycheck. Yeah, true. Pretty consistently. So if you're able to hit that front. That sounds nice. Doesn't <laughs> it? Yeah. Well, there's. Seven billion people. It can't be that hard. Wow, that's awesome. It's much like the the notion of okay, let's just do a hundred and fifty day road trip. It should be pretty straightforward, right? And then you realize the logistical nuance and all those variables that when it comes to that that catalyzing moment, you're you're really is this gonna work? I'd had no idea what was involved. It's yes. much like all of those things. We have a really great way of visualizing beautiful, scenic, perfect outcome. Yeah, it's going to be so smooth and easy. So speaking of which, was there like day 25, day 70 where you guys were like, fuck this? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it ever got that, like that, but there, there was definitely, there was a lot of days where we would have liked to relax for a day because right. we kind of had built in the schedule. Like the hard part about it, I mean, 150 day road trip, even for in, like enjoyment purposes is probably hard enough. It's, it's pretty, yeah, right. But when long. you're doing like video, now you need to call in advance or get signatures and make sure you're allowed to film there and all Again, these permits. The logistical and, thing. Yeah. yeah. What do you mean I can't film here? What the fuck? What do we do now? <laughs> and with us, we had like a drone as well. And that brings a whole different oh, that's level a whole of, other element, yeah. of stuff into it. But are yeah, you so, licensed to now fly a drone then? Yeah. 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 So that makes it a bit easier now. And no? it, well, it changed just like a week ago. So it's like a new thing now where you need a simple license or a advanced license. Before that, you just needed permission from Transport Canada. Um, which I got, I think, based on our project. I think they really liked it. But yeah, other than that, it was more like You're we had built in one day life. a week to relax. It was oh, like in good. the schedule, yeah. but it never happened. It never happened. We You're never got a day off. Doing no, stuff because also day. when you get to a place, someone says a local, oh, you should definitely go here. Or, you know, or maybe an activity got canceled because of weather and then you went the next day and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, there's the unknown, unpredictable elements that you just you can't account for i mean you can't account for but we typically don't make enough time to account for those things so maybe next time it's like three or four days of downtime in order to true yeah well we're yeah, awful at that yeah. every time that we have a project we never put down time yeah. we're go 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 yeah yeah and then i can't relate get... to that at all yeah. <laughs> and now when we're back home sometimes it's no rest time but you kind of build that I don't know, resistance. <laughs> like once you're up and going every day, it just yeah. becomes habit. Totally. And then after 150 days, you collapse on the floor and, and wonder yeah, what, like, what's happened to my it life. Was very, my, my back took a beating. That's no sure. kidding. Yeah. 30 days in the fetal position. Now we, we put a, a, we're unintentionally focused on, on some of the things that didn't work, but the reality is 
you guys had this idea and you said, let's do it. And, and you, and when was that? That was, uh, 2017. So the road trip itself was May 15 to October 11th. Right. And since then, this is all you do. Yeah, pretty much. It turned yeah, yeah. into, yeah. It's like the thing that you guys are about, which is That's fucking cool. Amazing. So yeah, it's hard and there's some truing up and some optimization. That's just kind of how it goes, but you get to actually create how it goes. Yeah, that's it. Which is magical. Yeah, no, it's like the ultimate, uh, you know, you sacrifice today to get the thing that you want later, right? Like you guys, it, it occurs like you're living the dream. Yeah, yeah, and yes. it's kind of neat because it all started organically. Yeah, right. We had no intention of being on YouTube. Uh, I've always, actually, when I met Carla 10 years ago, 12 years ago, I, I started a YouTube channel. <laughs> I started a YouTube channel, and now I wish I kind of had kept it going. But right. it's one of those things that's a lot of work to make videos and editing. And, of course, there's millions of people on YouTube. So it's hard to, you know, to carve actually make. Spot out. Yeah, to carve a spot out. So we, we always thought, oh, let's not do it because it's probably too challenging. But then we needed a place to host those videos. So it kind of steamrolled from there. Right. And then we learned how to do video ourselves. And now, yeah, it's now it's become like our full-time kind of our full-time thing you, you point to something really interesting that idea that thing that we all think about that we should do just fucking do it do it now because five years from now you're gonna be like shit i should have done that five years ago every five years you're like fuck yeah so just like now this five-year turnaround do it now yeah yeah <laughs> well sometimes i've i've heard that a lot of people are afraid to be like to think big yeah and everyone that's what everyone gets stopped by not to think too big and matthew thought why don't we do a 150 day road trip and then just thinking on that big idea is what really got our sponsors interested yeah, yeah. because it is it's not typical it's it's not something that everybody would think to do or could do and that's uh, appealing and uh, you really leverage the timing, right? That Canada 150 and 150 yeah. days is significant. If you're like, hey, we're going to do a 25-day road trip, they'd be like, nah, that's cool. And Tell me how it goes. Yeah, like 150 days, that's legit. Like, that's significant. It must have been interesting. Like, you guys are clearly, like, meant to be. You're going to be together for a long time because, A, you both don't know when you met which is a strong sign that it doesn't matter. <laughs> and you did this 150, you worked 150 days straight, basically. And you traveled, like that had to have been hectic at times, just in general on your own. And then you, you're working together, you're uh, in a relationship together, like all those things, like that must have had its, its own challenges. Share, share a little bit about how that went. Well, because I think we've always been okay being so long together because even prior to canada road to 150 we were traveling around the world like six months at a time and still like being with together 24 7 you know traveling when you're not comfortable third world countries and we got along mm. very well however working together yes it's be has become more challenging because besides enjoyment and sometimes the trouble that you can encounter in the trips um it's also like okay what i need to do and to find the strengths that each of us have Especially me, English as, as my second language, it can be a little bit more, more challenging at times, especially speaking in front of a camera. You didn't say things right and stuff like that. So it can be a little bit frustrating for me and sometimes a little bit frustrate him, frustrating for him. 
So, but now I find that my strength is like more coming up with the videos and editing and more of that visual and creative side. And he has more, more of that business side. So now we're like learning even more. Yeah, because also, of course, there's more things that maybe he needs more support. And I'm trying to find a way how I feel comfortable and that I can do it. Right? Yeah, well, we uh, we do that, right? We 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 try and take on the things that we think we should do because they need to be done. And we forget to observe and note what it is that we're good at doing and like to do and then focus on that. Um, so you, you get to explore and then pick the thing that really works for you and get rid of the rest. And that, that allows everybody just to play in their sweet spot. And, and then the, the ride is that much more enjoyable. Exactly. Not as frustrating. Yeah. And stuff like that. Yeah. That's amazing. So that was, um, what are you guys doing now in that in because you're you guys are doing this ongoing what's the next thing that you've been working on or planning well, i find like uh find this year is kind of the first time it's become almost full-time for so us this so. is your first year where this is your sole focus well, yeah 2017 was a full-time yeah well for the, the for the project then in 2018 we were kind of all over the place again and then uh this year yeah we so we just did a, a month road trip in the US for Best Western. So they have their own channel. So all the videos we've made for them are actually for them. They don't don't live on our channels at all. Okay. And so we made a bunch of videos for them in like Idaho, Montana, and Wyoming. So your ongoing relationship is with Best Western. Yeah. You're just creating content for them wherever they are as part of their strategy for, yeah. hey, come stay here because there's a lot of cool shit to do. Yeah, pretty much. And then sometimes like when we come back or actually we just did a video for Aspen Crossing, for example, it's like a train, train ride company near Okotoks. Okay. So it's kind of a, like a tourism video to show off what they offer. So it's not only Best Western, but they're one of our, our bigger clients, I guess. So I want to share, I want you guys to share a little bit about some of your other travels, the ones that aren't necessarily connected to a sponsor corporate sponsor more of your personal journeys I, I remember very vividly some of the stories that you shared and I just like had my jaw on the <laughs> ground and I'm I'm just I'm really impressed and uh, inspired by what what you guys are are constantly experiencing in your life because of your passion for travel it's not just me going to mexico for a month to to hang out by the ocean like that's that's typical gringo you know like no no real flair for the exploration you guys have the flair for exploration and 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 like finding yourself in crazy places share some of those stories yeah, so probably our it's always hard to pick let's say a favorite country but our first big trip was in 2012 2012. Yeah, so we went to Southeast Asia for a year. Um, I did my last semester of university in Malaysia. So that was four months, and then we stayed for another six and did lots of backpacking. I think we walked, that was like the skinniest we've ever been after those <laughs> 10 months, just because of the on the go every day, and like hiking heat. and Yeah, like we were, our days were starting at 8 in the morning, and we went back to the hotel 
or the guest house at 10 p.m. Like literally we were sometimes uh, walking around cities for 12 hours or hiking. And also it was very awesome because Matthew was out of Canada before in Mexico to come and visit me or Australia, New Zealand. That was his very, very first big trip. And for me, I've been in Canada before and that's it. So for us, it was totally, it was, Asia was totally somewhere different where the culture is totally You've different. You've never experienced it before. We didn't even know what to expect. Right. Like, you know, now Asia is very popular and you know what is Asia is, a, what Asia is about. But back in the day, it wasn't that popular yet. So it was an awesome experience. Uh, and then we were really fearless. Like we didn't think, think, think too much about doing stuff. You just did it. We just did it. Like we went on a bike. We, you know, we jump on a jeepney on, and drove on, on the roof besides a cliff on the mountain. Like, we just didn't think about what it could happen. Scuba we just live the moment. Sharks, like yeah. You know, yeah. It's so not a thing. The moral of the story is a... just don't think. Exactly. Don't think. Well, it's kind of, it's, it's funny too, because we know a lot of people who either don't like travel or who are just afraid to travel. And we've been to, like, we took a bus through South America from Colombia down to Bolivia and in Asia on buses. And we were in Africa and Ethiopia, Uganda and Tanzania. And there's, we've never had any issues. I don't also, think we've we ever even felt unsafe. No, we don't travel fancy. Like, it's not that we have a taxi to take us to point A or B. Like, we always try to find the cheapest ways to save money, of course. And also because we like that local adventure. Like, locals don't, don't take a taxi. They take a motorbike. They don't, you know, they don't take buses. Maybe they ride with someone else. S- stuff like that. And that's what we enjoy love the most. Even we enjoy having luxurious travels we still rather to, you know, backpack because it's how you can really get the, the experience of each place. You, um, you have to be a certain type of person to be willing to play in that unknown, uncertain environment. Uh, and I imagine <laughs> the locals will know if you are that type of individual who can just embrace the culture versus someone who's trying to and stands out like super obvious. You guys occur as as the type of people that just can blend in to your environment. And it's just, it's one of your superpowers. Oh yeah. We've been been invited to weddings. uh, Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. (laughs) We were at this this wedding in the jungle in, in Indonesia. What was the island called? Flores, not a lot of tourists go there. There's a, we, we just went there because there's a volcano, a really cool volcano with some multicolored lakes. That was the whole purpose for going there. And then, yeah, we got invited to a wedding and then we're like partying to system of a down music in the middle of a jungle. <laughs> oh my God, that <laughs> is amazing. Awesome. Have you, did you guys end up um, documenting any of those trips? And- no, that's the only thing we look like. Sometimes we're like, we regret not doing videos that we do have like a lot of photos. But, um, we will be so big at this time if we would have yeah. started YouTube back day. At the same time, sometimes we're kind of happy because like now when we go to shoot video, it's not really a vacation any, anymore in a way. Like you're, you're concentrating it's, it's on the shot. Job. Yeah, totally. You're like focused you on miss, the sound good. Is, you'll miss the experience a, yeah. a lot of times. Maybe not miss the experience, but you won't have as deep a connection with the experience because you're yeah. behind a camera. 
yeah. and probably also sometimes some of the experiences we had maybe wouldn't have happened because you're on camera and the people are shy maybe and people change when they're so, on camera yeah really? that's so weird i don't think so uh speaking of which is it just given is it making you guys sick to your stomach the fact that i'm using a cell phone to take pictures and video right now <laughs> it's always the camera on you they say that's the best camera yeah and, and well back in the day matthew had a blog like yeah, like I wrote about uh, some of our travels. And... Called Live Limitless. Because it, since back in the day, Matthew had this dream and idea to be free, like from our work. You know, he Love refuses, that. he still refuses to go to a nine to five job. Uh, he wants to have the freedom to take his own projects, be an entrepreneur, and have the freedom to move and do whatever he wants. <laughs> and you get to say that. That that's how it goes. That's finally maybe happening. <laughs> well, no, and, and you know what? And people will people will uh, give you crap about that, or they'll shoot that down, or they'll be like, "Oh, whatever, I could never do that." Yada yada. And really, what it is for a lot of people is it's just they're pissed off, they're jealous. They're like, "Fuck, I wish I had to insert expletive to to do that." Right? Balls. I'm referring to balls, but that's the most ridiculous <laughs> saying ever. But uh, yeah, Beach like balls, just for you to do that, right? <laughs> and ironically, one of the great. I think it's ironic, but is uh, I find you work a lot more actually than you would in a nine to five. Right? Yeah, that's the thing, right? Because you like, never really have time off. Almost, it's just well, like you, something's always, always something on your mind. To do. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. But it's actually things that you want to do. Again, yeah. to the earlier point, if you're very present to what it is that you shouldn't be doing, because uh, we can get pretty consumed by the things that um, might need to be done, but we shouldn't be doing. Mm. Yeah, I definitely need a bookkeeper. Yeah, exactly. Those types of things. (laughs) Have you guys ever considered having someone else film you guys as you're filming your experiences? Kind of like a behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. It would be cool. Like, I mean, it was, it was awesome when we did the road to 150 because we had the the camera guy and kind of our, our director in a way. And it it was neat because then we're both on the camera all the time. And it's more like a, Kind of like a travel show that you would watch, like yeah, the dynamic of the couple now gets yeah showcased, and plus it allowed us to more focus on everything else and not be dealing with like the settings on the camera and making sure the sounds right. So it was yeah. awesome for that, and so, it can be overwhelming need... because now with social media, it's not only taking videos. Did you take a picture for Instagram? Did you take this for <laughs> Did we do a story? This story? Did you take this? So like, sometimes like oh, I Pinterest, forgot to Twitter, get a picture. Or, yeah, so. Sometimes, You're yeah, just giving me get, anxiety. Yeah, I know, right? It gets like, overwhelming. Though. I just don't do it. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. But like, we also like are learning to really enjoy it a little bit more. Like sometimes, at some points, we were getting frustrated because we wanted to still experience. But they say, look, this is the job that we've always dreamed of. Like if this, if we maybe cannot experience as much because this has become our full-time work, I'm willing to take it. Mm. So now we're trying to also get a little different attitude towards, okay, I need to do it, but that's the work I want to keep doing. So Well, and you get to actually look at it. This is a really cool thing. So you get to look at um, what the reality of it is now. This is how it's working. This is what we need to do. These are the responsibilities that, um, that are required. And then you get to look at it and say, okay, so how do we improve it so that we get to do more of X, the thing that we really want to do individually or as a couple, and then what's needed to put that into place. And then you create that. Exactly. And 
none, none of this, and I think this is probably the biggest thing that a lot of entrepreneurs or business owners get caught up in is this premise that this is how, this is how I created it. So this is how it's got to go. Well, you created it so you can actually recreate it in a different way because now you understand things that you didn't understand before. They weren't part of the equation. Mm -hmm. Now they're part of the equation. Be like, yeah, no, I'm going to create it this way. And it's kind of funny how it seems like, like a double-edged sword sometimes. Like nowadays there's so much opportunity like for different, different things you could do, but there's almost too much. There's like an overcrowding of options. And even we just got back from a YouTube um, class called Next Up. So they selected us to go to New York with some other channels to do some training and stuff like that. And same thing, we spoke with other influencers. creators and influencers just to get their ideas on our channel. And everyone had a different Wait response. And like <laughs> some would say you should change the name just so you can expand out of Canada. Some would say you should start another channel, right. which is like twice the amount of work now. Another one said you should just keep the name and you can just kind of like tweak the stories maybe. But it's, it was kind of interesting because even it had us confused and thinking like maybe we should change it. But we actually had the discussion before as well, before we ever went there. And part of the reason why we thought Canada we'd, is we're here the longest. We It's probably easier to become known Right. for one place than it is the world nowadays because sure. there's just so much out there and also sometimes we're like well maybe when we travel we can just enjoy it and not well yeah there's that turn too. everything into a video <laughs> represents the name of the of the youtube channel oh for um yeah what is the name that you're of ours? yeah uh, must do canada must do canada so you guys could this is my brain now must do canada goes to mexico must do Canada go right then you just you could just do like a featured if you want to do it that way just keep the name the same and then it's easy yeah. and and yes you could just go and enjoy and, a place too and I think at the end everything came to that you really need to find what you feel happy to do mm. and what you feel comfortable of doing because even people said oh you will be awesome I would there was one influencer that said oh you should you have a such a nice dynamic because you you are from two different cultures you speak Spanish he speaks English you're from two different places so now the family youtube channels are super hot like you will get so much work but at the end one person says you really need to think what makes you happy because even though you can be super successful if you're not very happy with what you're doing you're just gonna give up and you're not gonna like it so yeah, especially when it comes to to video right because we've learned from traveling like to do a family vlogging like it does sound cool there's some there's parts of it that we would love to do but now now your family life becomes recorded right <laughs> and on video and your kids and yeah. you don't want to miss anything and oh don't i'm always joke like he's about to take his first step wait <laughs> we got to get the camera set up like and i don't know if i would want that i don't know if... wait do you guys have kids no, not yet, but not that's yet. kind of like in the plan. Well, yeah. you, you could just like rent a baby and then it just would be more <laughs> appealing to family groups, I really groups, hope right? that's not a thing. Is that a thing? <laughs> I don't know, maybe. Well, I'm sure you could. I mean, I'm I mean, sure that you will be willing to rent your kids for a day. Look at commercials. <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be something? Right? Look, at, look at commercials. I mean, I mean that's, that's basically what you're doing, you know? Yeah. Like the little Germer baby is eating. In Japan, you can rent dogs, dogs for the day. I, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's like babysitting, kind of. Like, I pay you so I can take your kids out. You know what? I'm listening. Yeah, I'm listening. You you got my attention. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. You you pointed to some cool things uh, for everybody listening. There is this this unspoken. We're always being pulled to to try and uh, try something on, to explore something. Um, wh- what would you say to those that are maybe on the fence and uh, are curious but cautious, maybe overly cautious? What would you say to them? I think that the biggest regret that you can have in life is always asking what if. And that's something that it actually even made me move to Canada. You know, mm-hmm. when I, Matthew and I, we were in long distance relationship. I had such a big fear to move to Canada, not only because it's a new country, it's a different language, but also because... Did you speak English? Yes. I met him at university, but it still is the fear of of the unknown, right? Mm -hmm. That you don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if I'm going to like him living 24-7. I don't know if yeah, I'm going to It's one thing like to be on, on Skype. It's a whole other yeah. thing to share a bed. Be like, well, you just... Yeah. Whatever. You smell. And especially... <laughs> and you had a career already. Especially because you give up your comfort zone. Like, yeah. stepping out of your comfort zone is so scary. So then Matthew said, well, what's the biggest thing that you can lose? And that really triggered me. I said, yes, that's true. Like, I'm not stupid. I'm not... I, if if it doesn't work out, I'm sure that I can come back to Mexico and look for a job. I'll, I'll be with my family. Like, I don't think it's going to take too much to, you know, have my my life back. So, yes, I did. And that's kind of the philosophy that now I get. Like, I'd rather to try and I say I tried it and I didn't like it or it didn't work than saying what if. Because mm-hmm. I guess that's the, the biggest thing. And that's how we try to now live our lives that we know that we gave it to the fullest and not being, you know, old in sitting on a chair and said, oh, what if we would have traveled or we would have done this or that? Like now we know that we're living the life that we want. And you've got and amazing I think like stories. A lot, of things, a lot of things too nowadays are not that hard to try. Like, I mean, if like you wouldn't want to... We make it harder than it actually is. Yeah. It's like if you wanted to open up a brewery, that would be like something you wouldn't want to just try. You'd probably well, want to put a serious... And to that point, there are breweries everywhere. True. So you could do that too if you wanted. Yeah. We have a friend who runs a, a vodka distillery. He has no idea about any of that stuff, but he did it and his product's awesome. Mm-hmm. You just got to be willing to jump in. Yeah, and sometimes I find just, I mean, if you're super scared to try new things, maybe just start off trying smaller things in, in the beginning. For me, some of the, the biggest things early on that made me more confident to try things was usually outdoor stuff like whitewater rafting or things like that. Or sometimes I took like a public speaking course because that terrified me just to speak in front of 30 people. But slowly you get like a little better at 35, it. 35, eh? <laughs> you got big numbers. Now I did one. It was funny because we, that was the, the biggest I had spoken in front of before. And then a friend said, we, we run a thing called uh, Pachakacha What's that? That? in yeah. Calgary. I think it comes from, from Japan, but basically they, they have a theme for the night. It might be. Oh, uh, uh, I mean, I, I would. I think it's Pachakacha. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know what you're talking about. And I'm not going to say the name that I think it is because I know that's not right. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. You talk for 20 minutes yeah. oh, dear. in front of people and you have 
I can see slides. you hyperventilating as you speak about it. <laughs> well, because he's like, you should come. We we lost some, one of our speakers. We think, I think, I can't remember what my topic was. Uh, less. Yeah, that's the whole topic, less. You can make your talk whatever as long as it has something to do with less. And I was like, okay, I'll do it. I, there's like 100 people. That'll be a cool challenge. It ended up being 400 400 people nice (laughs) nice. but it was a cool like that's i guess that's one of the things i usually do i just like say yes and that's good what what was your experience after doing your piece i i mean right after was like uh it sucked (laughs) but you feel you sometimes criticize more yourself than anyone else we don't do that do we (laughs) i felt more like elated though that i had done it it. yeah that's good it's like a huge just the fact that you did it yeah and then you feel more like okay i would would probably do this less again scary next time do you say your talk was on less is yeah. that what i heard so like as in less is more have less stuff like what what Whatever, more about however that. You yeah. can all, all they give the you is one less. word yes yeah, so I, I think i did it on i did a few i did like travel hacking yeah i did there was one part on travel hacking so like spending less to travel more by using points and stuff but there was also something else i can't remember <laughs> i also did it mine she was maple so it's when i talk about our road trip coming up and that's the thing that sometimes even I know that I will be, feel so uncomfortable and maybe I'm not going to be so good at it. I know that with the time, with practice, everything yeah. gets better. Everyone gets better with practice. And one of the things also that we learn about YouTube is that you always need to be true, true to yourself. And the success about YouTube is that people are just being themselves. It's not like a celebrity that they're just acting in front of the camera, mm-hmm. living this life. Yeah. That's what YouTube has been successful for. And that's how I feel even some people can criticize me because my accent, some people can. I said, I'm not gonna make everyone happy. Yeah. I'm just gonna be myself. And I have a bunch of other people that identify with me and they, care about what I said and they care about my story because they are like me. So I think that you sometimes we need to stop thinking of what people are going to think about you because at the end it doesn't matter. It's what you think about yourself yeah, and what you want to become. Um, so I'm, yeah. I'm gonna, we're going to carve that little soundbite out. That is amazing. We'll produce that. And then you can keep it and you can remember that for when you do have kids. Because that's exactly what I tell my kids all the time. Look, you're the one who gets to say if you're cool or not. It's not other people who say you're cool. I love that. That's and ironically, great. that's often what makes you cool. Right? That's what makes you Being cool. Being that person who like does what Who's you Who's confident of, enough, willing yeah, enough. To do what you Believe want. me, I have videos that I look at now that just make me sick because I'm like, ugh, you just have this, like even probably with the podcast, right? Like you have this. A few of the uh, hey, it's been two years. Check this video out. I'm like, oh shit! What do you, what do you mean for the gist? When we were videotaping some of our podcasts, it's super funny. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Because the thing is, is, as soon as you you have this like this desire, when the camera gets turned on, when you're on a microphone, like you're instantly like selling something or you're acting, and it really takes practice. It takes some, at least for me, to like oh, like to find your authentic self and just be. Be you and on the camera or on the on the audio. I think we just found our uh, topic of the podcast. Yes, yeah, be you. That's how we do it. Is there something top of mind for you or you guys? Always. Is there something that you feel like you haven't shared that you'd like to share? Well, no. I guess that whatever you try to do in life, really like listen to yourself and do something that you believe in, because that's what it's gonna keep you going. Don't only, don't. Don't just go with something that is a hot topic now or that, oh, that's so cool. 
do something that you believe in because at the end people are going to realize that it's not you and that is not really your passion and you're just going to give up. Yeah. That's why we said that this came out very organically from our passion for traveling, our passion for creating, our passion to do projects. So wouldn't yeah. wouldn't that make it a hell of a lot easier if you actually just were true to yourself and did what was good for you rather you than sure trying feel to a lot fit. better. It, it yeah. makes it a hell of a lot easier, right? Yeah. And an, another big thing too I find is uh is leverage, like leveraging. It started with me more back with trying to, new things and building more confidence that way. And you kind of like leverage it into bigger things. But now I find even though the, the video project came out organically, then we were like, well, people like our videos. So now let's start making videos ourselves. And then we were like, well, we have this relationship with companies across Canada. Let's do a, a saver cart. So, we, I mean, that's a whole new project for us, but it's like a product that saves people money on activities um, all across Canada. So we're trying to like leverage what we do all the time instead of starting something completely separate. Right. More like trying to think how to have it be integrated and, and just add something. Wow. Yeah, that's that's another really great thing. We uh, we have um, idea syndrome. Uh, what what is it that I, how do I want to call it? It's like too many idea syndrome. We get caught up in the notion of really great ideas and now stuck in a spot of creating with no momentum something from scratch all the time. Pressing reset. We should do this thing. Got to start from scratch. And the amount of energy to build something up to get to a certain momentum really takes something. Most of the time, it doesn't go very far because we were tapped out because we were actually, we got a bunch of other things that we're trying to get going. So to your point, to have now a base of something that you are uh, hyper-focused on and, and, and just dedicated to, there are naturally things that just complement and that you can add to it to make it more valuable versus we should do this brand new thing over here. Mm -hmm. And then the, the core thing that you're working on also suffers. Yeah. It's a thing to be mindful of. I've learned that the hard way a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I still have issues with that, but now I'm trying to like, if I have an idea to somehow Just see if we can integrate it into what we already do. Cause I know like we're already strapped for time. So I know it's kind of impossible in the way it is now, but I find if you can tweak it to fit what you're doing, it might work. Mm -hmm. So where can people find you then? Uh, pretty much. Well, our, our biggest channels are must do Canada. So that's pretty much everything, whether it's Instagram or YouTube or Facebook, must it's all Canada. must do Canada. And we have a website. So also not, it's not only the YouTube videos, but also in our website, you can find articles and information about traveling in Canada. Nice. Yeah. So that's also mustdocanada.com. And then the, the business site is must do media. Right. Well, we'll make sure we put that, um, all those links up on the podcast. So that was episode 67 of the Just Life podcast. We really hope you enjoyed this episode. It really is incredible to hear a story of uh, people who have just decided, made a powerful choice in their world to do something. Do something that they found uh, fulfillment in, that, that they are excited to take on and are willing to explore and navigate the unknown and, and just be part of that creative process understanding that it is inside of the doing and the taking action that will have the unknown become familiar. 
and it is a process, it is a journey, and it is very rewarding if you allow it to be rewarding. So whatever it is that you're taking on or haven't taken on yet, start it. There will be the regret. It's been evident in the conversation today that there will be a regret if you don't down the road. Start small, take small steps, move it forward. Your future self will thank you. That's it. I hope you enjoyed the show. We will see you next week.